It's uh, it's humble Henry time, you know. People need to know the other side, you know. Let's put the cringe aside for a second. And uh, it was an awesome gift, man. It was it was a gift of obviously Khabib and his dad. And it was like a split face, and he had posted on social media. I'm just like, you know, I want to get a I want to get a pillow made of that, and I ended up giving it to Khabib. There it is. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Triple C and Schmo Show. I'm the Schmo. My partner's got Olympic gold medal. He's the double champ, Henry Cejudo. Ma! Let's get this ball rolling because time is money, Schmo, and money is time. Let's well, go. well, here we are, man. We're in South Beach, Miami, Florida. We got Eagle FC 47. We'll get to that shortly. But Triple C, man, everyone wants to know. Let's get an update on the comeback, man. Yeah, excited, Schmo. Excited, Schmo. I've officially been in USADA uh, for the last... Uh, what is it? Couple weeks since uh, since Alexander Volkanovski has fought, and I've been in USADA ever since. I've already been tested already twice. Twice, man. So people come in at your house at six in the morning, five in the morning. I mean, it is absolutely horrible and terrible. But it has to be done. You know, on top of the crying baby. And speaking of crying babies, the baby was in the background. He had Aljamain Sterling at the house with DC, the DC check-in show. He had Aljamain right there. Literally, the guy who. You may be fighting next right inside the living room. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, I brought I brought him in. Like, to me, like, people need to recognize that I'm just the ultimate competitor. When DC said, hey, do you want to... Well, first, I actually started with Ali. Well, I started with DC, and DC was like, hey, do you mind if we, uh, you know, put Aljamain on, on the phone and you guys can kind of talk a little bit? And I'm just like, I got, no, I think that's too late. I'd rather do it in person. And then, like, a couple hours later, Ali was like, hey, man, why don't you just bring him to your house, dude? Why don't you guys just talk and do a face-off and, like, a conversation? Kind of like what they do, like, in boxing, you know, with uh, Max Kellerman, which I, I always thought it was pretty cool. And then Cormier did it, and I just thought it was brilliant. And, uh, you know, I let Al Jaleister let him know that he ain't going past three rounds with Triple C. So, Triple C, obviously, the Schmo talked to Ali Abdulaziz, your manager, yesterday. You got Captain talking. We got you talking. The next fight. Is it going to be Aljamain Sterling, 135 pounds? Is that locked and loaded to go, or there could be somebody else? Aljamain, enjoy that belt. Enjoy that damn belt because your ass is next, man. Your ass is next, and that's all there is to it. And Alexander Volkanovsky, like, you ain't off the hook because at, at the end of the day, that's my, that's my overall goal is to go up to that third division and snatch that belt from him, from those from those small little hands of his. He reminds me of that guy from like the Burger King commercial. You ever seen it? Where like the burger's that big and his hands are like. <laughs> gotta make the burger look good. <laughs> exactly. But I gotta, I gotta snatch that belt from him. Schmo. That's why he wants to be C4. Let's get right into the gold medal moment. Charles Dubronx Oliveira, 155 pounds. We're all speculating who's he fighting next because it's a number one contender fight. I mean, we're going for a vacant belt. Who is Islam's next opponent? I, oh, I said Islam. It's Dustin Poirier. Is it Islam Makachev? You're talking about, you think Dustin Poirier is going to fight Islam? 
The schmo is all over the place right here. Wow. Charles Oliveira, 155 pounds, the champion, or not. I mean, really, bacon. Really Who's the, he fighting? Really the most deserving fight for him is a guy that's on a 10-fight 10, 10 win streak, and that that is, uh, that is uh, you know... Islam. Islam. That it really is, because who else can you think of, man? Obviously, Dariush. Dariush, yeah, but I just feel like they need to make that, that fight happen because it's like it's too... Nobody wants to fight this. It's the same thing with like Chamayev, and he's he's in a ten fight win streak. So I think he deserves it. Well, Darius was supposed to fight him. I believe Darius has a seven fight winning streak, and because he did not fight RDA, you know the short notice fight that week later, he was talking all that smack online, or they were going back and forth. They've always been talking smack towards each other, RDA and Islam. He didn't fight Islam. That's why you open the door for Dana White to say we still want to see Islam Makachev Benil Darius. Yeah, anybody, this is the thing, man, with anybody that's with Khabib, man, they just have this very vicious ground and pound and style of fighting that if you don't have any takedown defense, man, you shouldn't be fighting guys like that. But that being said, Islam should have never started that. He should have been never provoked the uh, uh, RDA, man. I thought that was I thought that was silly, man, if you weren't going to really fight him. So I also see that side of that, why they don't want to give it to him, because now you got to earn it. Where in the other sense, the fact that he got hurt and then he just took out, you know, Dan the cheap hooker out so quick that it could have been, uh, you know, he, he, he could have been the next in line. I don't know. I still feel like he deserves it. He's proven it. There's a lineage there with, with Khabib, you know, with the passing of his father. You know, he was the next guy in line. I think it, I think it's perfect, man. I think I think Dana should make that fight happen. It's the fight that, that the competitors want to see. And that's it. Make it happen. Then what would be next for Benil Dariush? Well, he needs to get healthy. September, Ali told the schmo he'd be ready to fight. September. Okay, so, okay, so that's I mean that's kind of coming up. I mean, I, I mean, it changes. It depends when he's ready to fight. Because if he was ready to fight in July, that would actually have been even better. And then you make him and that you make him fight Islam. But it depends what they want to do. But maybe Dariush, maybe you put maybe you put him up against the, uh, you know, you put him against that the winner of uh, of RDA and that Russian. The RDA of, and Fiziev. Yeah, Fiziev. And the winner of that fight, you know, the winner of that fight fights Dariush, and then the winner of that fight gets the next title shot. I like it. Not a bad idea. And let's You're speak. welcome. Well, appreciate that. 155 pounds. That's Dustin Poirier's weight division. We're going to stick to this 155 pounds. Him and Colby Covington. We heard Dustin Poirier say that he would fight Colby Covington 170 pounds. We haven't heard from Colby Covington yet. You like that fight, Triple C. Um... For 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 Dustin, Wolfman. Yeah, yeah, but I also think Dustin. It's the same thing like with like George, man. These guys are strikers and they're submission artists. But if you cannot, if you don't understand the ground of wrestling, you're in trouble, dude. And I would go for Dustin again. But that's, I mean, I think that's admirable that he would want to fight Kobe. And yeah, man, I think that fight should happen. I think all that smack that people talk, dude, do it in the octagon. Why freaking, you know, like, you know, talk about in the streets. If I see you in the streets, dude, do it in the damn octagon. We're in the entertainment business. And uh, that's partially, I, I appreciate Kobe for, for being such a hill, man. You know what I'm saying? But he, he's never been a world champion on top of that. He's been an interim champ, but he's never been a world champ. So his talk is still cheap to me, too. Well, it's interesting. We want to talk about champions. 2-0, Aljamain Sterling in title fights. Colby Covington, 0-2. Robert Whitaker, 0-2. Just to name a couple of names. Dustin Poirier, 0-2. But like I said, Aljamain Sterling, 2-0 in title fights. <laughs> Until he goes up against Triple C, and then he will be he will he will be bending much more than one knee, 
And you don't want me to go. You don't want me to keep going, Schmo. Okay, well, we're going to go on to Conor McGregor, someone that you keep going back and forth online. We're going to call it the silver medal moment. Maybe he's itching to get back in there. Conor McGregor, who is a likely opponent if it's not Triple C? Best opponent for him. talking about for Conor McGregor? I like the Tony Ferguson fight for him. I, I think that fight is winnable for, for Conor. Conor. Conor, he cannot be taking these high-level competitions. He's going to get hurt. He's going to continue to keep getting hurt. He, he, you know what I'm saying? I think I think he'd go up to with Tony and then maybe, you know, a, a of course he's a cash cow. Give him whatever you want at 55 or 70. But I think he needs to get his feet win. At least fucking win, man. Win a damn fight. You know, like I critique Conor McGregor's videos and I, I tend to make a freaking living off of that. It's crazy because there's a lot of flaws that he has. As good as, as, good as he was in the past, like there's still a lot of flaws that he has that he's still not fixing. So I'm still not sold on that chump. Well, what if he's not putting out those videos? He's purposely just trying to get someone like you to criticize him and he's really working on some other things that's not showing on video. I, I don't believe it, man. Cause you, you can tell he's really into it. That, that's all he shows. Show show some damn wrestling, man. Show a takedown defense. If I was Conor McGregor with all the money that you have, have somebody to live with you, man, full time, where they're with you and they're dissecting you and they're they're making they're making wrestling like fun. I think the biggest thing with Conor, he needs to he needs to find a teacher that could really teach him, not a coach, a teacher. And then once you find that teacher that could really teach him, and then you put it into practice where you're actually going live and things things of that nature. But what happens with a lot of these guys is they go too hard too early and yeah wrestling the toughest sport of them all that it will break you man fucking people diving into your knees your shoulders your neck your toes your crack everywhere man sniffing jocks we understand what it's all about we like what you said though with conor mcgregor tony ferguson both those guys need the victory both those guys great on the mic both these guys perfect time for their career if nate diaz isn't the fight for conor it's all going to depend when he can actually return to the octagon we do like that fight triple c yeah uh i'm sorry who's that well nate diaz the trilogy fight or Tony Ferguson, the schmo can't complain with either of those two options. Yeah, well, right now the UFC, I think they want they want to feed him to uh, to a shark. That's why they're trying to kill him. Hamza, you know, because Diaz Diaz knows that there's so much money to be made outside the UFC that he doesn't even care what millions that they're gonna end up giving him. He just wants to fight somebody else with the name, and he wants out, which is smart. But I, I wouldn't pick a killer like Shemaev or. Yeah, I wouldn't pick anybody. I pick anybody else but Chimaev. I think they picked him for him. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to slaughter him, man. And I, you know, I look out for Nate. Nate's done a lot for the sport. He fights. When he fights, he fights. You know, maybe he's not as gifted as 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 you know as other fighters, but he goes out there and he puts on a show. And I I, I do believe that Nate leaving the UFC is just going to generate more money for. If fighters and kind of kind of giving that leverage to fighters. Like, hey, man, it's not the UFC. It's not the only place where you can make a good living. Well, that's what leaves us here into the bronze medal moment. We're here for Eagle FC 47 here on South Beach. Sun is setting. Sorry about the lighting. We're not sorry about the venue. Nice sand between the toes. But Triple C, what are you looking forward to the most? We got JDS, Jorgen De Castro. JDS wins. Khabib's going to go do a deal maybe with Scott Coker to have JDS versus Fedor. And then if Jorgen De Castro wins, he's fighting for the Eagle FC Heavyweight Championship next. But even if RDA doesn't win, even if he doesn't beat uh, you know, De Castro, like what Khabib is really doing, bro, is actually really amazing because he's going to build that gap between one FC, between 
Bellator, between PFL, between all these different organizations, and they're all going to really kind of start coming together. We're all going to start mixing, and maybe in the future it's going to probably force the UFC to do do the exact same thing. The biggest company in the world, because it's all about the best fighting the best, and uh, you know, just making the making the making the money pot that much bigger. So it's exciting for me because Khabib is a fighter who is very well respected. Everybody respects him, and anybody will answer that call for Khabib. And there's a lot of guys here that have fought in the UFC, fought on Contender Series. There's guys that fought in Bellator. There's a lot of big names here as well. Outside of JDS, Jorgen De Castro, what match are you looking forward to the most here? Um, God, there's so many good matches. Uh, I'm gonna have to say that maybe the co-main event with uh, you know with Tiago, you know Silva, and uh, you know Hector Lombard. I think that fight is. Uh, I think that fight is going to be a war, man. Because these two have trained together, and they're they're both notorious in the training room. That people kind of dodge them and whatnot. So it's two former training partners that were always vicious, that probably sparred against each other, that always went hard, and now they're able to get, now they're going to be able to get paid by it or for it. Islam Magomedov, the schmo was there when he fought in Bellator. He's right over here. Yeah. We got a lot of different people here. You're Olympian, man. He's fought in the last time we had the Eagle FC card. Who's that? The 135 pounder. Which one? The 135 pounder. Islam. No. I'm forgetting the name. <laughs> Sean Bunch? Sean Bunch. Oh, yeah. Bunch the great. Yeah, he's good, man. Bunch is, uh, Bunch is my former training partner from back in the day. He, people don't know this, man. Sean Bunch was a two... T uh, he was a... He was... He was an Olympic alternate for both 2008 and 2012. It was a trip, man. And, you know, a uh, finalist at the, at the NCAAs are runner-up, dude. Like, his, his accolades, man, he's one of the best wrestlers in mixed martial arts right now, pound for pound. It's a trip. And uh, he just, he had some hiccups, and now, now he's riding the wrong. He's on a two-fight win streak. Or I, I don't know what the win streak is, but he's uh, he's out here making a name for himself at Eagle FC. And the Schmo saw you doing the pre fight show with Chael Sonnen, you had Kamara Usman, and you had Khabib. All four of you guys sitting down inside the cage talking shop. Yeah, man, it's super cool, bro. It's super cool to be able to kind of just relate or just talk fighting, man, inside the octagon, you know, with couches and things of that nature, man. And then after after we're done, me and Kamaru and Khabib, we got together just talking philosophy and, and things like that. And we're just, uh, it was cool, man, really cool. You think Charles Dubronx Oliveira, he beats Islam, could pull Khabib out of retirement? Is that what you, the vibes you were getting out of him? I think he, uh, yeah, but I don't think, I don't think Khabib's ever making 155 pounds ever again. How much do you think he's weighing right now? 200, 205? He's, he's, he's up there, man. I'm thinking he's probably about 210. Oof. I think from 55 to 210, that's, that's fine, man. That's like 60 pounds. So no one's getting him back down to 155. No, no, but I think 170 or 170 or even, yeah, I think 170, I, I think Khabib would do it. But I, I think he's at the point where he's such at peace. Like, I, uh, you know, if I was in Khabib's situation and had all that money, I'd be in the same position that he was. I'm only a year and a half older than him. The difference is, is Khabib's got the money. You know, Khabib's made Khabib's made a lot of money. And uh, and our situation is like, man, you know, we got to scrap for freedom. So that's why I'm back. So my motivation my motivation now, especially with the family and a daughter, is I'm just seeing dollar signs in everybody's face, ugly faces, man. So every time I see Algerman's ugly face, I see a nice dollar bill on there. There it is, folks. 
And that's going to wrap up this edition of the Triple C and Schmo Show. Make sure you watch, you download, you subscribe on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast, that's where you can download. Triple C, final thought. Final thoughts, you guys. Stay tuned, man. Ego FC is about to go down. And I'm just excited, Schmo. I'm just excited for what's to come. There's a lot of great events. And you guys stay tuned with Triple C because who, who, who knows? You may be the next to bend the knee. What's your name? I am Triple C. I am the Schmo we will deliver. And we are out. Sean Bunch.